Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A recent surge in interest in the dark arts prompts a university to offer a course. More on this after Madonna. Madonna, crazy for you on LMFM's 11 to 1 this Thursday morning. Now, I don't know if it's because the time of year I'm seeing things that might, you know, be around Halloween and things like that. But it seems that you can now get a master's in magic. It's a kind yeah. of magic. It's a kind of magic. This is fascinating. So apparently a university uh, is set to offer a degree in magic and the occult next year. Oh yeah. So those that are, you know, interested in Harry Potter and all that sort of stuff, it's kind of like a real life Harry Potter situation. Uh, So the University of Exeter, they are offering uh, the first postgraduate degree in magic and the occult. So students on this course will explore the history and impact of witchcraft and magic around the world of science and uh, society. So it's uh, they're calling it the Innovative MA in Magic and Occult Science starts in September and this is all due to a recent surge in the interest in magic. So the course leader Professor Emily Seelove who sounds like somebody that should be in Harry Potter says that this recent ins- uh, interest in magic and the occult inside and outside academia lies at the heart of the, the most urgent questions of our society. So what are you going to actually study on this programme? Well, they say that uh, they're going to po- combine this history of magic with a range of other subjects. So you'll be able to choose from a range of modules, including dragons in Western literature and art, the legend of King Arthur, uh, Islamic thought as well, archaeological theory and practice and the depiction of women in the Middle Ages. So very kind of interesting but very specific things I'm going to say like what are you going to do as a job after <laughs> after you study this I don't know but there you go you can now study magic so all of those students that are like kind of going oh what will I do what will I put on the CAO there you go magic and the occult I'm sure your parents will be thrilled <laughs> that that's first on your CAO but look at you know maybe people who are interested in I don't know you know, the, this kind of archaeological stuff might find this interesting as well as a kind of a side, you know, so maybe that might help. I don't know. But there you go. You can now get a degree in magic. Ed Sheeran, bad habits. Now, there's nothing but healthy habits for these guys. It's the Noonan family from Navin. They are going to be taking part in Ireland's fittest family this weekend. We're going to catch up with Cormac and Daryl Noonan after these. Oh! 
11 to 1. We had the Nugents from Drogheda crowned champions of Ireland's fittest family. Now we are all hoping the Noonins from Navin can bring home the title as this adventurous family are all set to appear on the 11th series of the hit show Ireland's Fittest Family this Sunday. So Katrina Noonan and her three sons Cormac, Darrell and Sean are going to compete on the RTE series on Sunday at 6.30pm. Now we all know Cormac and Darrell Noonan very well on 11 to 1. They've joined us many times to discuss their fantastic well-being and empowerment programme in schools, the Wolf Academy and the boys are on the line with me now. How are you getting on guys? Yeah, good Sinead. Great to have you back on the show. You're in sunny Croatia at the moment. I am very jealous. Are you, what, what are you out there for? Do tell. Yeah, so we're just here for a conference. It's for EU school leaders and we're speaking at a workshop here. So, yeah, it's been a great experience. Nice to get a bit of fun too. Oh, nice one. So the Wolf Academy going from strength to strength, being recognised now in, in, on a European scale, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's been, it was just a great opportunity. We got talking to someone who works for the organization, um, ESHA, and they had a conference on. So they asked us to do a workshop around the importance of putting well-being first in schools and how school leaders can really influence their, their students with that. That is fantastic. I'm so delighted for you guys. So uh, moving from yeah. that to something very different now, Ireland's fittest family, Cormac, whose idea was it now to sign up to, to take part in this show? Yeah, so I think I can take uh, the blame for that one, but we were we were on the way back from one of our, our latest challenge, which was climbing Karen Tuhill eight times in 48 hours. That was back in April. Yeah, we'll certainly and get I back was, to that now, because that's just pure madness. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, and um, I was I remember we were in the van on the way home, and one of the girls that I knew was actually on the show the year before, and she just sent me the link to apply, and she was like, you should apply for this. And a few people said we should before, so I was like, I felt quite confident at that time. I was like, well, we just applied for this. So we did, and I suppose, yeah, we got on to the show anyway. So it's been a a great experience to just be part of it. I can imagine. Uh, So, Daryl, when when Cormac said this to you, were you, like, immediately chomping on the bit to to get involved in this as well? Or were you like, are you mad in the head? We we can't do this. Hey, Sinead. Uh, Yeah, no, I was... was well up for it. We had spoke about it for numerous, numerous years. Um, and people used to say it to us all the time because we would always be training together. And even even our mother who was on the show with us, she used to come to the beach and do the sand dune training with us um, every week at one stage. Um, so, yeah, it was a thing I think that we always mentioned doing. Never really, I suppose, thought we would actually do it as that is fantastic. So your mother, Katrina, well fit for the dunes as well. I mean, I saw a photograph of her. She could, like, I mean, I know she's your mother, but my God, that woman's drinking from the fountain of eternal youth as well, isn't she? <laughs> she loved to hear that. <laughs> hope she's listening. Um, uh, she's, she's incredible when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to exercise. And like, we would have grown up watching her um, get up while it was still dark every morning and go for a walk. She'd walk possibly 15, 15k a day, um, if not more. And then when we were all finished in in primary school and she didn't have to bring us, because she's a school teacher, um, primary school teacher, and she got back on her bike then for un- all, up until she retired, cycling 20k a day Amazing. with walking after as well. So yeah, she's, she's I suppose we didn't lick it off 
Off the ground, <laughs> it didn't absolutely, <laughs> and she's not able to sit still. That's fantastic. But tell us about brother Sean. Now is he older or younger than you guys? Sean is the youngest. Um, there's, so there's actually four brothers. Okay. Owen is another brother. He's he's between um, Cormac and Sean, but we, you can only have three siblings, uh, and or two siblings and two parents, or three siblings and one parent, um, and. Owen wasn't on the hike with us, so we went with the three brothers that were, were on that current two hike. And Sean would be, he'd be the youngest brother. Okay, so was there like a bit of now, was there a bone of contention, like as if, oh, those guys got to go on the show, I really wanted to get on the show, or were they happy enough to put you forward for the torture that is Ireland's fittest family? Yeah, no, no, it was all, it was all, um, there was no, there was no drama with it, I suppose. It was, um, it just happened exactly the way it did, I suppose, and, um, yeah, coming off the back of that challenge that we did in April, it was yeah, it was nice to get to to train for this together. I think when you're training for something, there's a lot more motivation. So yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a very very interesting experience. Oh, I get, I, like speaking of interesting experiences, so this fantastic, crazy fitness endeavor that you guys uh, decided to do, like, I mean, never mind climbing Karen Tuchel once, you guys decided, Ash, we'll climb it eight times, eight times in 48 hours, all for a really uh, important cause that you guys are passionate about. I mean, that is a crazy fundraising uh, sort of uh, awareness campaign. Yeah, I suppose it was, and, and the the people we were all raising the money for the Gaelic Woodland Project, they just signed the contract last night um, to buy land in County Mayo, 11 acres, to to a forest um, to, to, to create a new native woodland in Ireland. And that's why we were doing that. And their slogan is people-powered reforestation. Uh-huh. And I suppose we decided with the Karen Tool Challenge, that was us putting our own energy into into this for for this cause and i suppose that's kind of exactly what the slogan is people powered and there's been numerous different over 30 different fundraisers for this charity now and and now we've gotten to the point where the owen connachton who who started the whole thing um his dream is coming true and there's land there to to create a new native irish woodland and the community that it has created in doing that is it's phenomenal like it's really really phenomenal and yeah, we are more than happy to do the Karen Tuchel Challenge, and I suppose the eight times, because it might seem like a random number, but if you add up the the height, the metres, it's the same as going up and down Mount Everest. Wowzers. Okay. Okay, mm. so that's the, that's the equivalent. Okay, because I was wondering about the eight times. That's amazing to have achieved something like that. So tell me then, what can we expect now on Sunday from episode one of Ireland's Fittest Family? Uh, well, we can't say too much, I suppose, okay. but all you can, uh, all that we can kind of say, I suppose, is that it was, it was all to do with water. Oh. A lot of, a lot of water challenges, because um, each, each, um, each episode is, is, or each time you advance to a new stage, it's a different type of environment, so this okay. one was, was water. Okay, um, so... One thing I will say, I suppose, is... <laughs> huh? No, go on, go on. The one thing I will say, I suppose, is, yeah, the challenges are definitely uh, tailored to to have you exhausted yeah. instantly. <laughs> you oh. know, it's, yeah, it was, yeah, it's, it was very interesting. So, so Cormac, how did you find it? Because, you know, clearly you guys are good with mountains, uh, but what were you like in the water? How did you find that? Yeah, I suppose it was a bit of a challenge because 
we wouldn't have been yeah, too trained on the water. So yeah. it wasn't exactly what we were hoping for, but I suppose we adapted and we had Sonia O'Sullivan as our coach. Amazing. She was, she was really good. Yeah, she was um really amazing person actually, just really genuine and nice and also just really I suppose I think she's suit as well. I don't know if Davy Fitz uh, he would have been a bit too loud. I don't know if we would have listened to him. <laughs> um <laughs> because we're quite uh loud ourselves when we want to be. So I think she was brilliant, um just in terms of, you know, getting us all together and coming up with a plan, like a strategy for the tasks and stuff like that. Um, no, but it was a bit of a different challenge, but yeah, it, it was a great experience. Fantastic. So are you con what about the other families now? Are, are there any of the other families that you're going, Oh, I'm gonna have to watch out for them. They were like they're they're tough competition. They're gonna kinda of put us to the to the pace, you know, with regards to the the, ne- the episode this week. Yeah, so I suppose you can't say too much again, but in terms of the other families, the Bonners, when we got there, I suppose they looked quite strong as well. And, Ooh, intimidating. Um, it was, yeah, it was, um, I think they were all quite good families, you know, it was quite a high standard for the first episode, so we definitely had our work cut out for us, but, um, but I suppose we were confident in our own abilities and our own strengths and stuff like that too, so we were trying not to focus too much on the others and just focus yeah. on you know, because you just have to focus on yourself. You can yes. only really do what you can do. Absolutely. Well, I have no doubt that you guys are going to be incredible on the show. I'm so, so thrilled for you. We're going to have everything crossed for you. I'm hoping that you can make it all the way in the series. But guys, thank you so much for taking time out to have a chat with us today. Well, thanks a million, Sinead. Thank you, Sinead. Great to chat to you again and the best of luck with the rest of the time in Croatia there. Cheers. Thank Th- you. Thanks a million. Cormac and Daryl Noonan. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. The guys are taking part in Ireland's Fittest Family. We will be watching this Sunday, 6.30pm on RTE1. The 11 to 1 show. Drogheda is to be illuminated once again as the Louvre Festival of Light returns. We're going to have more on this after Paddy Casey. Paddy Casey with Saints and Sinners. Now this Halloween, prepare to be bewitched in Drogheda as the Louvre Festival of Light returns. It's a dazzling light display and it's going to be illuminating historic buildings around the town, featuring myths and legends from Ireland's mythological past. Now the inaugural event last year was a huge success. I'm so looking forward to seeing this spectacle again. Joining me now to tell us more is Mark Davies. He's the Nighttime Economy Advisor for Drogheda. You're very welcome, Mark. How are you getting on? Hi Sinead, I'm good, how are you? I am so excited and my children are so excited about this, Mark, because we saw this last year in Drogheda and it was just mm. so, so stunning and amazing. We're really, really looking forward to seeing this again now, uh, starting tomorrow, I believe, isn't that right? That's right, yeah, it's opening again tomorrow. Now, it's my first time going to it, um, but I've seen some previews and um, it's blowing my mind already. I mean, this is like cutting edge, world class um, stuff that we've got on for Drogheda here. Um, so yeah I'm very very excited and um, I think we're going to have a fantastic time We are indeed now before I get stuck into talking about the festival tell us a little bit about mm. your role now because you're Nighttime Economy Advisor yeah. for Drogheda and this is very much a, a relatively new government initiative encouraging sort of I suppose you know things that the amazing kind of arts and culture and entertainment and everything that happens after dark to flourish really isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's it's from evening time. If you think about it, the, everything sort of changes when everyone goes home roughly at five o'clock. 
and um, it's a different vibe and feel in all our towns and cities. So the government's pushing forward um, nine pilots across Ireland, and Droid is one of them, and I was very lucky to get the role here um, to really yeah, create a vibrant scene, work together with partners, and, and create a place that we, you know, where we all love, we all have a great time, and, and, and let our hair down, um, as well as do great business. So... Um, yeah, watch this space. We'll be doing some really interesting work, I think, over the next two years and uh, see what we can do. Oh, that's, uh, it sounds very exciting because there is, as you say, so much to offer right here yeah. in, in the town. There really is. So to, to see that Drogheda is part of this is fantastic. Now, you know, there's some really creative minds behind uh, the, this uh, fantastic event. So we've got Visual Spectrum, oh, yeah. which is the, the, the main company. But then you have the likes of Anthony Murphy of Mythical Ireland and our very own Shanna Key, Grania Rafferty. She is fantastic. She's involved in this as well. Yeah, well, she's been doing some voiceover, so I won't spoil too much. Just come and have a look and, and you'll hear her dulcet tones at some point. Oh, yes, absolutely. So uh, for people who might have missed uh, last year's event, tell us how all of this works. Well, for me, um, as somebody who's new coming to this, it very much has got that feel of that, that um, nighttime campfire feeling where we all tell stories, we like telling myths and ghost stories, but it's brought into the 21st century with cutting-edge technology, um, using uh, many of the landmarks and, and uh, the historical landmarks at that around Rohada, um, sort of as a canvas to um, tell those stories. And, and it's so incredible, honestly, just standing there my jaw dropped to see some of the preview work that's going on. Um, we've also got some new surprises, um, including there's going to be a really exciting water feature uh, down at uh, Dominic Street Bridge, um, which is going to be next to a family zone. Um, but honestly, it's got, it's, it, this is a very exciting piece of work. It's not never been done in Ireland before. So I think, you know, I really recommend everyone comes down and have a look at this. Um, everything's new as well this year. They're all new stories. So mm-hmm. if you went last year, you're not going to come and see the same thing again. So really, really recommend it. And we're going to, you know, as, as last year, have the, the street entertainment. Um, yep. There's going to be fire breathers, people on stilts, um, actors. And um, if you're a fan of Vikings, there's going to be quite a few of those around. Oh, brilliant. I am a big fan of Vikings. <laughs> and I, I'm loving that you've included this like water feature idea because like that last year when we walked around and thanks be to God, the weather was good as well. We walked around mm. and we took it all in. But you know what I loved about this as well? Like it gives us a really new appreciation, not just for the amazing stories and myths and legends that we have, but the stunning architecture and historic buildings that we have in in Drogheda's medieval town. I mean, it just gives you that new love for it, I think. Absolutely. I'm really glad to hear that because I think that's something that is so important, the architecture um, that, that, that surrounds people in their environment. And it's really important that we do value them and, and we celebrate them like this, um, as well as the heritage that we've got and the stories and the myths. Um, so this is something that, you know, I really hope we can keep working on in Drogheda. Um, and make a feature out of it because like you said it's just it is stunning and I think it's something that we need to celebrate together Yes and it, it was it was that very much communal coming together and really being astounded mm. by, the, by the spectacle it really was and, and I think as well you know for something like this you know as we mentioned at the beginning there so an event like this is we should say completely free which is brilliant to yeah. see yeah, which is fantastic and also it's going to give you know tourism and nighttime economy particularly at this time of the year that boost that it needs 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if there's people that have got ideas, um, if they've got a business um, or an offering of some kind, it's not too late. Get in touch. We can support um, all the local businesses in you know, taking advantage of this sort of thing because yeah. we're hoping there'll be lots and lots of people coming through um, and we want to show them what we as a town have on offer um, and show them all a, a warm welcome um, so that they'll consider coming again. Fantastic. So if anyone wants to come along, what time is it all going to start on Friday? All right, well, we've got the, the clocks going back shortly, so it's slightly complicated oh, yes. things. But for the first two nights, it's 7 o'clock. And then from after that, it's um, going to be 6.30. Um, but I'd, I'd recommend coming down a bit early, try and uh, avoid the crunch, um, get some parking. We've got details of where people can park on the website. Um, all come in with, with public transport. I've, I've had some great um, experiences trying that out myself. Um, and see what else Royder's got to offer. You know, we've got some fantastic places to eat. Um, Solsal has got the um, information centre and the tourism information there um, about some of the other sort of creepy things we've got going on in in, um, in and around uh, the town. Um, so it's, it's going to be a really great um, place to visit, I think, over the next uh, few days for the Halloween period and, and, and uh, the, the term break. Absolutely. Well, our plan is to hit the Spooks Parade first, then go for yep. something to eat and then get a prime position for seven o'clock for when all of this starts. It's uh, fantastic to be able to do something like this as well with the kids in the town and not have to travel too far. That sounds fantastic. perfect. Yeah, 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 I think you're going to do well there. I think so. I think so. Well, listen, Mark, very, very uh, delighted to have you on the show and continued success as well in your role as Nighttime Thank Economy you. Advisor for Drogheda. But Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you too. Thanks See you soon. Bye now. Cheerio. Bye, bye, bye. Mark Davies there. Loufestivaloflight.com. Okay, that is the main website where you're going to get all the information. And as we say, it all starts on Friday night, 7 to 9.30 p.m. So 7 p.m. But as we say, get there a little bit earlier. So on the Friday and Saturday, it's going to be 7. Then it's going to switch to 6.30 for the rest of it. Okay, so it's running until the 4th of November. But all the details and times will be on Loufestivaloflight.com. The 11 to 1 show. I've got tickets for a Halloween party up for grabs, but first it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 On this day in 1972, Alcatraz reopened for tours. The penitentiary closed in 1963 after serving 29 years as America's toughest prison. And today is Howl at the Moon. Day. Yeah, the wolf has been a powerful symbol throughout all of mythology. Part-time monsters, part-time noble. No other ma- animal has been quite as controversial as the wolf. So basically it's just, yeah, howl at the moon today and say hello like a wolf to the moon. I don't know. It's a crazy day. Howl at the moon day. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. It's competition time and if you're looking for something to do this Halloween weekend you might be interested in this. It's a Halloween fancy dress party happening on Sunday afternoon from 4 to 6.30pm at the Gourmet Food Parlour in Dunshockland. There's unlimited mimosa. 
Kerr Royal Cocktails, sharing platters and prizes for the best fancy dress. For more information on the event, you can check out gourmetfoodparlour.com forward slash Halloween. I'm giving you the chance to win a set of tickets for this great event, which are valued at €90. All you have to do is figure out what I'm dressing up as for the party. So I'm dressed all in black. I have a pointy hat and I'm carrying a broom. What am I dressed up as today? No smart comments on the 86 658 You're all very smart yesterday now. <laughs> I'm dressed in black. I have a pointy hat and I'm carrying a broom. What is it? I am dressed up as today for your chance to win 86 658 And we'll be giving a pair of tickets away towards the end of the show on that one. So that is Halloween Fancy Dress Party it sounds absolutely fantastic happening Sunday from 4 to 6.30pm now news at 12 is approaching but still to come could you spot a fake news story we're going to find out more about the B Media Smart Campaign the 11 to 1 show at just 27 minutes and 48 seconds into a flight something happens that that is pretty much every parent's nightmare. More details on this after Rag and Bone Man. There's the Rag and Bone Man and LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazzle here with you. And 27 minutes, 48 seconds into a flight, something happens that is every parent's nightmare. They have tested this, researchers from Oxford University. And apparently this thing that we dread, every one of them lasts 15 minutes. What is it? Well, if you're planning on going on a flight with kids, you're going to want to know this, okay? Children on planes are most likely to throw a tantrum 27 minutes and 48 seconds into a flight. I love that they've timed this. So we are prepared. So parents, you're being urged to make sure that your kids nap for 37 minutes, do activities for boredom for 31 minutes, are fed for 19 minutes and have noise blocked out with music or reading for 14 minutes. They're all very specific and precise with these timings. Two thirds of parents surveyed say the idea of flying with a misbehaving toddler fills them with anxiety. Only two thirds? What's wrong with the other third? Are they just like, ah, whatever. They're going to do what they're going to do. You know what I mean? But I know people who don't have kids, or if you do have kids, but you're flying without kids, this is sort of the worst scenario, isn't it? When you have a kid behind you. Now, sometimes it can be adorable and it can pass the, the time and that's great. Sometimes they'll just be kicking the chair, won't they? They'll be kicking the chair or they'll be crying. I want this, I want that. They'll be fighting, they'll be going mad. Just spare a thought, though, for that parent behind you because they are living in fear back there. They're, they're freaking out. They're going, what am I going to do? We're in a confined space. I can't stop this child from tantruming. Well, you can prevent it now. Because set your time timer on your watch. 27 minutes, 48 seconds exactly. It's an exact science. Into a flight. That is when the tantrum is going to occur. So you've got to bring out the toys, the new things, the shiny objects. Bring out the snacks. Get the boredom down to a minimum and try and just make them go asleep. I know easier said than done on a flight. But look, you have been warned. If you're going on a flight on holiday with kids... 
over the next little while. 27 minutes, 48 seconds into that flight. All hell is going to break loose if you don't have the preparations in place. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Jacob Elordi has said the director on set shouted be more Elvisy on the set of the new movie Priscilla. Here's what he said. One funny one I heard, do you remember, as I was walking in the bedroom in Germany and I, I sort of walked in more like myself, which was a bit goofy, and I remember just hearing you were like, mm, more Elvisy. <laughs> Which just meant, That's my direction. Which just meant like, it meant like have more of a, you know, a bit more, like be cooler, basically. <laughs> that sounds like terrible direction. More It was actually the, the it helped just put that little, that little bit, of, you know, that little thing on that. Nicki Minaj continues to dominate. She's become the first female rapper in history to have two solo music videos with over one billion views on YouTube. Crooner Josh Groban has laughed that You Raise Me Up has been a song for all occasions. He told Jimmy Fallon about hearing the song for the first time in the back of a taxi in Dublin. It's such a lucky thing when you have a song like that that that, um, that has been everywhere. And I remember the first time I heard it in the back of a taxi cab in Dublin, Ireland when I was promoting my first album. And then at some point somebody came into the studio with it and was like, hey, I think you'd be really right for that song. I was like, that was my drunken Irish taxi cab song. Yeah. And, um, and it, we never expected it to be a single. That's the buzz. I'm Max. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Getting back to the music now, here is a fantastic duo Joel Corey, Ella Henderson, Heaven. Ella Henderson, Joel Corey with Heaven. Now, would you know a fake news story? Would you be able to spot it? Well, we're hoping that we might be able to shed light on this because the B Media Smart campaign has been launched and we're very much encouraging people to stop, think and check the information that you encounter on a daily basis. We're going to chat more about this with Jane McGargle. She's Project Officer with Webwise. She's joining us next. The 11 to 1 show. Would you know if a news story was real or fake? In a world where we have more access to news and information than ever before, it's so important to ensure the information that you are receiving is accurate. As part of the Be Media Smart campaign, organisations across Ireland are encouraging us to stop, think, check the information they encounter on a daily basis. And the campaign aims to raise awareness of the importance of knowing how to verify the information that we receive all the time. Joining me now to tell us more about this campaign is Jane McGargle. She's Project Officer with Webwise. How are you getting on, Jane? Thanks for having me on, Sinead. Great to have you on the show. Now, the amount of access that we have to information and news out there is huge. I mean, not only newspaper, radio, TV, but there's literally information in the palm of our hands in the form of the phone. So I can see why a campaign like this is hugely important. Really important. So the aim of the campaign, um, which is led by Media Literacy Ireland, is to encourage uh, people to stop, think and check um, that the information they read, see or hear is reliable and, and accurate. With so much information at our fingertips now, um, it's never been more important. Um, and the, the the heart of the Be Media Smart campaign is the BeMediaSmart.ie website, um, which offers loads of advice and tips. Um, there's an Ask the Experts section, where you can pose uh, questions to a range of experts, uh, journalists, academics, educators, 
and more on lots of different media literacy questions. Um, and there's also a whole series of training events um, that are available, including one that's taking place this evening mm-hmm. at 6 p.m., which is free to sign up for on the B Media Smart website. Yeah, because I think as well, a lot of this, you know, is down to, you know, we're we're spending a lot of time kind of passively scrolling, aren't we, on sites and social media? And so often we're sort of, you know, doing that scroll that we don't sort of question a false headline when we come across it as well. That's it. Um, and, and that's exactly the, the point. We, you know, we do spend so much time online doing that passive scroll, as you say, Sinead, and not really kind of thinking about uh, the information or, you know, thinking what's behind that. So some kind of key advice we give um, the public on this is to read more than the headline. Um, mm. You know, headlines are designed to catch um, your eye, um, but it doesn't give you the full story. And then, you know, when it comes to pictures as well, you know, don't assume that a picture or photo is giving you the whole story. Um, and there's some great tools to help um, kind of fact check images like Google reverse image search um, also, to be conscious, uh, just because information goes viral or it's trending, yes. that doesn't necessarily mean it's accurate. Um, you know, information can spread very quickly online and, you know, it's very easy to share online, um, you know, and, and to check your sources as well. See if the information is being reported out elsewhere. Check reputable news sites to see if that story is being reported there as well. Yeah, completely. Because, you know, I've been guilty of it myself. You're scrolling along and then you see a storyline or a headline, as you say, and it's kind of clickbait. You know, they want you to click into it. But a lot of the time, if you do just see something that's a kind of a shocker of a headline, you're kind of going, oh, God, is this what's happened here? Is this accurate? And like you say, it's about, you know, investigating further, not just taking it kind of to, to, at face value what we're seeing there or what we're reading absolutely and and did you find as well that there was an increase in the amount of false information out there that spread a little bit more frequently during the pandemic did you see an increase around that time um i think yeah i suppose one of the key things uh, around the, the pandemic was there was a lot of um information around um vaccines mm. and things like that and I, I think what the pandemic did highlight was the importance um, of developing our critical thinking skills. And, and these are skills that, that we all need to, to navigate, um, you know, the, the, the information on, online. And I suppose in reality, misinformation affects us all mm-hmm. in all walks of life. Um, you know, often it can be harmless or appears to be harmless. Uh, but the purpose of it um, is, you know, can be to simply sow a seed of doubt. Um, which can be built on or exploited um, at a, a later date. Um, you know, in the speed of dissemination, targeted reach of false information facilitated by technology and reinforced by human responses to uncertainty and fears um, means that it can have serious uh, real-world consequences in, in ways that we haven't witnessed before. Yeah, no, completely, completely. And as you say, there was that general consensus of none of us have experienced anything like this before. We're in a lockdown. What's going on? What's happening? And you do a lot of that. We, 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 a lot of people kind of were just at home, constantly scrolling sites and constantly kind of, you know, checking up on news and different things. And, and absolutely, it was the perfect environment to breed that sort of misinformation. Now, part of this, as you mentioned, is to ensure that people are media literate. Can you explain what media literate means? So media literacy is kind of, it's a lifelong skill about kind of understanding uh, the information and the media uh, we are are seeing, hearing 
or accessing and and, and those um, kind of tips that we talked about there, you know, reading more than just the, the headline, understanding the images uh, we are seeing, uh, thinking carefully about what information is, is, is for, considering our own biases, um, checking uh, checking the sources, uh, looking closely at you know where the information is being reported, like web address, you know, um, examining who the author is. Those are the types of uh, skills that that we need to kind of develop to be media literate. And it is a lifelong journey, and and sometimes we need to learn and unlearn things yeah. uh, to be media literate. And I suppose it's. You know, the, the advice we would say is not to get o- overwhelmed. There's a lot of information out there. And there sometimes we, we can feel overwhelmed when maybe we go online or, or, you know, for example, this week there's, you know, big global news events happening and, and there's a lot of information. A great starting point is to be Media Smart website for, you know, tips, advice uh, to help you when you're navigating all that information that's online. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's asking us, how do we know the topic we're, we're discussing now is the truth? You don't. Whoa. No, I'm only joking. You can, you know that it's the truth, first of all, because Jane and myself, I will, uh, first of all, I would have done, you know, a couple of interviews with you, Jane, now and then in the past. I Before yeah. that, I would have researched who you are and I know about your job and everything else. So, And, and you know, this is a, a campaign that is out there that is being, you know, presented to you by trusted organisations organisations like us here in LMFM, isn't that it? That's it, exactly. So uh, I represent WebWise, the Irish Internet Safety Awareness Centre, and we are a very proud member of the Media Literacy Ireland Network, who is the organisation behind this. It's an informal alliance of organisations and individuals working together on a voluntary basis to promote media literacy in Ireland. It's facilitated by Commission Amon and some of the other organisations are Journal.ie, RTE, lots of radio stations, uh, uh, you know, so there's lots of reputable, uh, trustworthy organisations involved there as well behind the campaign. There is, absolutely. And so you mentioned a couple of them there, but what are the kind of most common signs or red flags that people should watch out for when it comes to identifying false or misleading information? You know, so I suppose one of the key things to uh, recognise about uh, Mr. Disinformation um, you know, a lot of the, the stories of the he- headlines yeah. are designed to create a reaction, you know, t- to cause to cause anger, uh, t- to divide opinion. Um, so one of the things we would definitely say is pause, you know, t- t- slow down, just take a minute um, to kind of think about what you're seeing, reading or hearing, uh, particularly uh, before you share it. Um, other things to watch out for is, okay, if you're seeing it on, on maybe a social media, yeah. uh, where is that being shared from? What account is that being shared from? Who's created that account? Who's behind that account? Um, you know, is this story being shared by um, anyone else, by other reputable sites? Um, check the website. Does the website seem legit? Like, has it got, um, you know, your kind of padlocks, the HTTPS, those sorts of kind of recognizable signs that we know it's it's a it's a good website. Check the about section in the website. Um, you know, so those are some of the kind of key things to watch out for. 
great advice there. And uh, just to mention as well, just to remind people about this uh, webinar that is happening tonight so people can log on through bmediasmart.ie and it's all about this, isn't it? Dealing with disinform- the, the disinformation problem. Absolutely. It's looking at disinformation this evening. Um, and there's another one coming up on the 7th of November mm-hmm. um, about fact-checking as oh well. So those events are free to sign on. So you can sign on, um, you know, wherever you are um, and join the conversation. Or if you wanted to, to learn a few more tips to be media literate, to be media smart, um, there are great events available. They really are. Well, Jane, thank you so much for joining us to raise awareness and to to give us some great advice and tips with regards to this. Thanks very much. Thanks a million. Jane McGargle there, Project Officer for Webwise. BeMediaSmart.ie. Okay, that is where you'll find all the information and that webinar is happening tonight. You can sign up for it as well through the website. The 11 to 1 show. I've tickets to a Halloween party to give away all of the details coming your way right after White Snake. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. PCI Pharma requires general operators to join their production team at their City North facility in Stamullen. Day shift and night shift available to apply. Please email careers-dub at pci.com. And the details of jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie Ooh, that's a different bed that I wanted but I'm liking it <laughs> it's competition time and if you're looking for something to do this Halloween weekend then the Halloween fancy dress party happening this Sunday afternoon from 4 until 6.30pm at the Gourmet Food Parlour in Dunshockland is the place to be there is unlimited mimosas and Kerr Royal cocktails sharing platters and prizes for the best fancy dress for more information on the event you can check out the thegourmetfoodparlour.com forward slash Halloween I'm giving you the chance to win a set of tickets for the event they are valued at 90 euro all you have to do is figure out what I am dressing up as for the party so here's my costume I'm dressed all in black I have a pointy black hat on my head and I'm carrying a broom what is it I'm dressed up as very very easy 086 658 for your answers please and we're going to be picking another winner for those tickets very very shortly so I'm all in black I have a pointy hat I'm carrying a broom what is it I am dressed up as 086 One Direction, the story of my life. I want to dedicate that one to a very special man. You, Ivor Dernan. Yes, you, Ivor Dernan. You're in Dernan's pumps at the moment. And a little birdie has told me that you are reaching a big milestone today. You've crossed into the 50s club, I've been told. Um, I might get in trouble for this, by the way, uh, because apparently... You didn't really want this news out, but you are celebrating a big, big birthday today. You can blame someone very close to you for telling me this little birdie, okay? But I am wishing you a very, very happy birthday and hope you have a fantastic day. And hopefully this will put a smile on your face and you might not be too annoyed that people know that you're in the 50s club. I'm returning. 
the 11th. LMFM. There's Picture House Sunburst. I was not dressed up as your neighbour, Cahill. <laughs> Some of the messages, I'm telling you, were you dressed up like my old school janitor? No, no, I was a witch. And Anne-Marie Kelly in Navin, you are getting the tickets to go along to the Gourmet Food Parlour in Dunshockland for their Halloween dress party. So enjoy yourself. Now, back to the music. Here's Whitney Houston. There's Whitney Houston saving all my love. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have the usual Friday crack. Niall O'Brien will be here talking movies. And Fionn has a Friday floor filler song with a difference. That's all he's told me. That is my lot of the show for today, though. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style. 